Compass FM. Uh, Kerry Tremaine and Dan Gordon, Mayor of the Waimakariri, taking it easy. Dan, you're a wee bit late this morning. You're a wee bit busy at the moment. Oh, I'm sorry, Kerry. I had actually forgotten I had the interview this morning, so <laughs> my apologies. But, oh. um, hey, look, one can whip a shirt up pretty quickly, Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. You dressed hey. well for radio today, Dan. It's fantastic. I've got my radio voice, Kerry, hey, um, as I know you have. Good on you, mate. Hey, uh, the sidling are very close to the microphone and talking about the fires. Man, that, that, that was pretty rough over the weekend, wasn't it? It's pretty scary, actually, What uh, when you actually see it on the ground. Uh, and I had the opportunity to do so on the Saturday. Um, uh, we were asked if we would help um, put up a welfare centre, and we did. So I spent time with people who were affected and some who'd lost their homes completely on the Friday night. Mm. It's a pretty devastating news for them. But oh, just a shout-out to our amazing fire service and all the volunteers that turn out put their lives at risk um, to keep our and literally um, put their lives at risk to keep our community safe and protected so um, friends uh, with local MP Stuart Smith um, arranged um, for Stuart and I to go up in the air so we did see it um, uh, above the air in the helicopter plus flew out to Emberley um, while we were there because Stuart's the MP for Emberley mm. uh, and saw that and it was just incredible to see how quickly that fire jumped uh, over roads uh, across properties went down hedgerows um, so we were very lucky it wasn't worse than it was and there was no one, no loss of lives but last night I popped into the Ringara fire station and um, I thanked all the volunteers uh, for their uh, amazing effort and it wasn't just Ringara there were all the yeah. brigades but hey look as a result of that um, people have been asking me uh, in the last day or so about how they could help or make a donation so I'm going to um, today um, work out how I uh, advertise our um, my mayoral relief fund, mm-hmm. um, which uh, I will set funds aside that are donated um, to help uh, these people because there are some in that situation that are not insured and um, it's pretty hard and they'll need some support. So that's what uh, that I'll set that fund up for and um, if people want to make donations, um, they'll be able to do so. Obviously, share that information with us here. We'll put it on oh. Facebook and we'll be uh, sharing that all around. Um, I've got something written down here that I absolutely can't, I can't read what I've written down. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't read it, I don't think I can. Care. Oh, look, that's just absolutely horrendous. There is one thing that did pop up over the news over the last couple of days um, and thanks for talking about the, the fire and the response yeah. and, and what we're going to be planning on doing um, it's from um, a Minister of Infrastructure I think Simeon Brown um, about asking councils to please explain their water situation uh, at the end of the day is, is this am I drawing a long bow that some councils just obviously won't be able to pay for their water infrastructure that's required to get it up to standard um, is there any are you hearing any uh, uh, rumours around the campfire that possibly water infrastructure could be up for sale no will that ever happen well uh, will councils ever sell their water infrastructure well I can only speak for our council but that would require um, look I and I talk to councils all across the country I I don't think so Uh, I don't think that's an issue that I've picked up on unless I'm missing something completely but in terms of our council no um, that would not be where we want to be and look I I think I know I think I got I'm getting to know our community pretty well Mm. after four years in this job um, 
I, that would not be a priority for them. And um, and 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 why would we? We actually um, manage the water really well on behalf of our community, in my view. But I don't not I do not see this as being an issue. Absolutely. And uh, I was asking for your um, opinion because I know that you're heavily involved in uh, we're heavily involved in the three waters. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, <laughs> and, and, and further yeah. on from that, what is happening? Well, we've um, we're invited to be part of the. Um, a consultation with Department of Internal Affairs but they are going to be implementing the government's new policy which is water done well which is returning uh, the ownership back to councils where it should ne- where it should always be. In terms of those councils that struggle to afford or have got infrastructural challenges the Minister does want to know that because he will have a fund and certainly the policy indicated there would be a fund set aside to help some councils but where some just have not invested you've got just got to ask the question why and why the rate, have they the failed, failed the councils like Wellington mm. why have they have they chosen to invest um, in, in things like uh, convention centres mm. why have they not invested in basic infrastructure as a council mm. we do mm. you only have to go along King Street to see the end in Kaiapoi where we're continuing to do infrastructural um, um, maintenance replacement this is a continual program that we have in place here and other councils do the same across the country it's our core business mm. um, I remember and, one of the very we first really well. one of the very first questions I actually asked you about four years ago was what is the maintenance situation of uh, water infrastructure in North Canterbury and you said it was good. Uh, it's very good mm. and uh, excellent. In fact, uh, if there, if we were struggling with that and it was something beyond us, then of course we would have uh, reached out to look at different options. But in this instance, not not all councils across the country are failing. Some are, mm. and they've got and their communities have got to ask the question why mm. and why are they not prioritising that spend as um, they should be because that's their core job. Absolutely, ab- absolutely, totally. Agree. There are some um, reforms coming for local government, uh, or are there plans for reforming local um, well, government? Well, there's the future for local government. I, I, I don't think there's a buy-in for the new government at this stage to to do major change there at all. Mm. I think the things that we're seeing will be three waters RM reform, and yes, there'll be uh, other areas. And, and of course, what I would really like to see as well is uh, with NZTA certainly uh, the, the government to seriously look at a model of this broken and it is the funding model for roading is broken when we can't get some fundamental investment on some of the roads that we would like to see uh, that investment happen and and NZTA need to prioritise um, uh, having discussions with local councils of where they would like to see the money invested rather than fanciful programmes that they put up and put all this money in. Uh, like, it, can you well, give an well, example? Um, road to Zero is one, mm-hmm. uh, where they just put all this wire rope barrier everywhere. That, that Lineside Road's a prime example. They want to spend $17 million down there. I can't get them, and we can't get them to prioritise that into areas that would actually make a safety difference. Like Skewbridge, right? Skewbridge is a prime example. Mm. Um, but they're obsessed, well, previously NZTA were obsessed. One hopes that they change their tune. And we're at a time when there is little money around. Well, that money that's set aside, let's use that properly and put that investment into the roads that we know will make a difference. Rather than my rate barrier that 
look, I, I realise in some places that may well be appropriate, but Lineside Road, it definitely isn't. Uh, you probably won't get too much of an argument out of me on that one there, there, Dan Gordon, Mayor of the Waimakariri. I appreciate it. I know that you're very busy, so I'll let you get going. No stress. Uh, lovely to be with you, Kerry, um, and good to start the year off. Um, to your listeners, I uh, hope the year's going well so far. It's great to be on board. Good on you, Dan. Dan Gordon, Mayor of the Waimak. Compass FM.